0: Welcome to Watchmen on the Wall, a daily outreach of Southwest Radio Ministries and SWRC.com. Southwest Radio Ministries and Watchmen on the Wall are celebrating 90 years of proclaiming the truth that God is still on the throne and prayer changes things. Today on the program, we're going back into the radio vault as we continue our 90th anniversary celebration. Noah Hutchings will be revealing the 25 Messianic signs in Israel today. It's truly an exciting time here at Southwest Radio Ministries. Earlier this week, it was announced that SWRC has been given a special matching gift opportunity. That means every dollar that you give starting this week is matched. It's doubled all the way up to one million dollars. This matching gift is a way to ensure SWRC is here for many years to come, continuing to bring clarity during these chaotic times. Would you consider giving toward this special match? You can help us continue to meet the mission and double your impact when you give today. You can show your support by calling 1-800-652-1144. That's 1-800-652-1144. Just let us know that you want to have an eternal impact. You want to be part of the dollar-for-dollar match. You can also give on our website, swrc.com. All gifts given are tax-deductible, and they all go toward the $1 million match. So please, call today, 1-800-652-1144. That's 1-800-652-1144. Friends, thank you for your support of Watchmen on the Wall and Southwest Radio Ministries. I want to let you know about our next in-person conference. The speakers you hear on this program will be coming to Wichita, Kansas, Friday and Saturday, May 5th and 6th at Sunrise Christian Academy. Speakers include our very own Dr. Larry Spargemino, Greg Patton, Dr. Rob Linstead, Michael Hoggard, Staff Evangelist Josh Davis, Micah Van Hus and Dr. Lonnie Shipman. Some of the topics that will be covered include Secrets of the Vatican, Israel and the Temple Mount, Who Owns It and Who Cares, Real World of the Spirits, Chaos, Chat, GPT, AI, and the Platform for the Antichrist, and we'll have a One World Update. Clarity to the Chaos Conference, Friday and Saturday, May 5th and 6th, at Sunrise Christian Academy in Bel Air, Kansas. Now, this conference is free to the public, but space is limited. So make sure you register for your free tickets to secure your seat at this very important conference. To see the complete lineup of topics, speakers, and schedule, visit the events page of our website, swrc.com. That's swrc.com. You can also register by calling our 800 number, 1-800-652-1144. The foremost of all Bible prophecies concerning the end of the age and the return of Jesus Christ has been the refounding of Israel as a nation on May 14, 1948, and the return of the Jews from all nations wherein they've been scattered. During his lifetime, Noah Hutchings led 56 tours to Israel, and he gathered proof that that there are 25 biblical signs in Israel today that prove beyond a doubt that these are the last days and Jesus is coming soon. Today, we listen in on a program first aired in 2004 with Kenneth Hill and Noah Hutchings discussing the 25 Messianic signs in
1: Israel. Ken, it's good to have you with
2: us. Well, it's my pleasure to be here, Noah. I must say, we had a wonderful board meeting. It was good to be with those who love the Lord and are interested in the ministry of Southwest Radio Church. Fantastic time. Had a good time of fellowship. Some of those board members I don't see, but once a year when we have our annual board meeting. But it was a great time. And I'm glad that we can sit down in the studio here in Oklahoma City and talk about the things of the Lord.
1: Amen. And... This ministry, as far as we know, is the longest continuing, ongoing Christian radio ministry that is in existence today, at least. So we are pleased to continue, and I have been here since 1951, April, let's see, that makes about 53 years.
2: <laughs> it does,
1: yeah. My voice may be a little husky, I've had a summer virus that developed into uh, some pneumonia, so we've been battling that for the last few days, but praise the Lord, we're some better. And today, we're going to talk about two of the items that we have produced here at Southwest Radio Church, in fact, four items. Ken, my book, 25 Messianic Science in Israel Today, is published in Israel, and it's also disseminated here in the United States. We're going to have to have a new printing before long because, you know, so many Israelis today are interested in the signs of the times, the coming of the Messiah. That's why there is a revival of interest in my book on 25 Messianic signs in Israel. We went to Israel with a camera crew, and we went to all these sites that are mentioned in this book. And I stood on those sites and took the Bible and pointed out the signs that were being fulfilled, and then the ones viewing the video could actually see prophecy being fulfilled before their eyes in the land of Israel today. And another video that we did at the same time was Petra History and Prophecy. We've had those on VHS, but now we have combined them
2: on DVD. So now these VHS copies have been digitized and have been placed onto one DVD. So both programs, 25 Messianic Signs in Israel Today and Petra in History and Prophecy, both of those programs are on one DVD. Plus, I think if some, well, if our listeners are sort of like me, I've I've pretty well gone toward the DVD because you can buy a DVD player at one of the discount stores for $29.00. And uh, you can get a lot of good things from Christian ministries like Southwest Radio Church on DVD now. And it doesn't take as much space to store it.
1: We have disseminated thousands of them. Thousands of my book, 25 Messianic Signs, and Petra History and Prophecy have also been published. And we just had a new printing on Petra History and Prophecy, that book. Now I know this is a lot to remember and we don't want to keep <laughs> repeating it. So all they have to do is call on our watch line, and our watch line ladies will straighten it out for them.
2: That's right. That's 1-800-652-1144. one 652 1144 and the ladies will be happy to help you. Genesis chapter 12, Noah establishes a promise of God to Abraham concerning what we call the Messianic Age. Allow me to read those verses, and then let's talk about the 25 Messianic signs. Is that okay with you?
1: Sure, because, you know, many of our listeners today may not have heard any uh, programs I did on this subject.
2: Well, let's do that today. Genesis chapter 12, and let me read verses 1 through 3. Now the Lord had said unto Abram, Get thee out of thy country, and from thy kindred, and from thy father's house, unto a land that I will show thee. And I will make of thee a great nation, and I will bless thee, and make thy name great, and thou shalt be a blessing. And I will bless them that bless thee, and curse them that curseth thee, and in thee shall all families of the earth be blessed. Now, this is a promise we've not seen fulfilled, have we? Certainly not yet. If you go on over to Deuteronomy
1: 28, 29, and 30, God told Moses to warn the children of Israel that in order for him to honor his covenants, there was a commitment on the part of Israel. One, they must keep his laws, and they must do this and that. And if they did not do that to become a witness to the world, then he would scatter them into all the world. And then he goes on to the end of the age that he would bring them back into the land.
2: Oh, well, we've seen that since 1948, haven't we? We certainly
1: have, and that is prophesied many times in the Old Testament. But when the promise of the Messiah was in evidence that yet Israel failed time and time again, the northern kingdom was taken into captivity, the Syrian of captivity. That was about 720 BC, and then about 600 BC, the Babylonians came in and took the southern kingdom into captivity, made eunuchs of all the princes, the lineage of David, destroyed Jerusalem and the temple. And then uh, after 70 years, they returned and the promise of the kingdom was again in order. But Israel continued to fail to observe and keep the covenants. And the laws that God had ordained that they should keep. Jeremiah prophesied, and we read in Jeremiah 8 12. Therefore shall they, Israel, fall among them that fall, in the time of their visitation they shall be cast down, saith the Lord. I will consume them, saith the Lord. There shall be no grapes on the vine, nor figs on the fig tree, and the leaves shall fade, and the things I have given them, shall pass away from them." Well, we know that Jesus came, presented his claims to be the Messiah, but they said, "'We will not have this man rule over us.'" And when Jesus and the disciples went to Jerusalem, Jesus at least stayed in the house of Mary and Martha on the eastern side of the Mount of Olives. One day he was coming over the Mount of Olives with the disciples, the apostles, and there was a fig tree. And he looked on the fig tree, and there was no fruit. And he cursed the fig tree, and the apostles were amazed that it faded so soon. The leaves fell off. Well, that was an object lesson as to what was going to happen to Israel from Jeremiah's prophecy, and we know that happened in 70 A.D. But Jesus said, when the fig tree buds again, we were to look for his return.
2: Matthew chapter 24 contains that portion of scripture. Now learn a parable of the fig tree. When his branch is yet tender and put forth leaves, ye know that summer is nigh. So likewise ye, when ye shall see all these things, know that it is near even at the doors. We're not talking there about a fig tree. We're talking about a parable of a fig tree, meaning Israel. The
1: fig tree stands for Israel.
2: And the budding of the fig tree would be Israel blossoming again.
1: The refounding of Israel as a nation, the return of the
2: Jews. So that would be our first sign.
1: That would be our first sign. Hmm.
2: Well, the sign was that they would be there in the land, be back in the land and, and blossoming in the land. But, you know, lots of people for many, many years, in fact, for hundreds of years, even into the thousand plus years, were somewhat befuddled by that promise. In fact, many thought that it did not mean what, what we know it means.
1: Certainly, after, after 300 A.D. and Constantine and the establishment of the Catholic Church, theologians began to study the scriptures and said, well, all these promises are to Israel, but there is no Israel. It's been 300 years. They've been absent from the land. There will never be an Israel again. How are we going to understand these promises? And they said, aha, we come up with the answer. The church is Israel. Ah, replacement theology. Uh, Replacement theology. And so all these books and seminaries have been built on replacement theology. And now then, Israel becomes a nation again and all these other signs, and yet they're still stuck with the replacement theology.
2: Because they have to hold on to what they have been taught even though there is something different on the horizon. Since 1948 and even prior to 1948, when the Jews were returning to the land that is called commonly, called Palestine, we'd call it the Holy Land over there, as they were coming back, there were those that were pushing for a Jewish state. And it did happen. But didn't God give a promise not only of the budding of the fig tree, but wasn't there a, a promise of the, the surety of the return or the the for sure it was going to happen kind of promise?
1: Almost every book of prophecy, I can't think of one really that doesn't in the Old Testament, tells about their dispersion and then promises a return. We read in, for example, in Ezekiel chapter 20, verse 34, And I will bring you out from the people and will gather you out of the countries wherein you are scattered with a mighty hand and with a stretched out arm and with fury poured out. That's in Ezekiel chapter 20. And Jesus even said, And they shall fall by the edge of the sword and shall be led away captive into all nations. And Jerusalem shall be trodden down to the Gentiles until the times of the Gentiles be fulfilled. So the times of the Gentiles are going to end, and Israel at that time comes back into the land. Jesus himself presented that truth over and over in the Gospels. So the Bible is sure, the word of prophecy is sure, the Jews have returned just as prophesied.
2: And no matter how one might wish to rationalize it, there is a state of Israel. There are Jewish people speaking Hebrew in the land. They are there, and they constitute a nation. And it's the most hated nation, probably, I would think, on the face of the earth. And we know that because of that, when they came back there, they weren't welcomed with open arms, were they?
1: Certainly not. We read in Jeremiah thirty second chapter that how they would come back. Men shall buy fields for money and subscribe evidence and seal them and take witness in the land of Benjamin and the places about Jerusalem and in the cities of Judah and the cities of the mountains and the cities of the valleys. For I will cause their captivity to return, saith the Lord. So when they came back, the word of prophecy says they wouldn't come back with a mighty army. They would come back and buy the land back and the Rockefellers and the rich Jews around the world gave the Jews money to go back and buy back the land.
2: They had to buy the land, and this was, this was some of the worst of the land, wasn't it? Swamps and, and terrible areas. I've been over there with you, and you've shown me uh, some of those areas that are just blossoming, and so beautiful now, but when they came back, it was nothing but mosquito-infested swamps, wasn't it?
1: Well, the valleys were swamps, Valley of Megiddo and Jezreel and other places, and in the north, swamps, mosquitoes, other places were barren. There were no trees on the mountain, there were no grass. It was completely barren. In fact, Mark Twain visited Jerusalem in 1865 and he wrote back, This is the most barren place in the world. It is desolate. There is no water, there is no grass, there are no trees, there is nothing here why anyone would ever want this land is more than he could understand. And so that's why they were able to buy back the land so cheap. There was nothing there. Nobody (laughs) wanted it except a few wandering Bedouins. So they came back and bought back the land and established the kibbutz system.
2: Well, one of the prophecies, if I remember correctly, had something to do with the nation being reborn quickly or coming into coming into being quickly. I know that there was a lot of travail for the Zionist movement over a hundred years or more prior to them coming into the land, but how fast was the nation put together? What is that prophecy, Noah?
1: That's in the last chapter of Isaiah. Isaiah has been prophesying from chapter one of his prophecy to chapter 66 about Israel, about the dispersion into all the world, the nations, of the world around Israel but here he says about Israel before she travailed she brought forth; before her pains came she was delivered of a man-child in other words Israel was delivered of a man-child but there was no pain they didn't recognize him they didn't know the Messiah had come so there was no travail but the travail will come later in the tribulation when he comes back, before he comes back. Who hath heard such a thing? Who hath seen such a thing? Shall the earth be made to bring forth in a day? Or shall a nation be born in a day? For as soon as Zion travailed, she brought forth her children. So the birth of Israel in a day, that was May the 15th, 1948. General Marshall sent a fax or a radiogram to the premier of Israel at that time, or the head man in Israel, and said, if Israel declares a state, five nations, Arab nations, will march upon Israel, and in 48 hours there will not be a Jew left alive in Israel. Those Jews gathered a small army and withstood the combined armies of five Arab nations.
2: Mm.
1: It was unbelievable.
2: Well, even to this day, it's unbelievable to see the history of the Jewish state, the modern Jewish state, as it relates to its military battles that have gone on.
1: And the prophet said this would be a mystery. Who had heard such thing? Well, here are these people had come back from all the world, out of different political systems, speaking different languages, out of different cultures, and all at once they come together and form a nation. Hmm. Who had heard such a thing ever happen? Yet it was prophesied.
2: Well, one of the things, too, that was prophesied, as I remember reading the book, was how people were supposed to come back. They weren't just coming back, everybody at one time, but they actually came in an order that was prescribed by God's Word. Is that not true?
1: That is true. You couldn't have all these Jews coming back from all the world at one time because of housing. There was a need for water. There was a need for roads. We read about their return in the 43rd chapter of Isaiah, and I don't have time to read all of it. I'll just read a portion of it. Fear not, for I am with thee. I will bring thy seed from the east. And they came back from the Middle East first, from the nations. There are practically no Jews today in the nations surrounding Israel in the Middle East. And I will gather thee from the West. They came back from the West next, after the Holocaust. The Holocaust happened to drive the Jews in Europe back to Israel. And I will say to the North, give up. Next, they came back from Russia. There was the fall of the Soviet Union. And that happened to allow the Jews from Russia to go back and to the... South keep not back. I think it was, when was it? 1990, I believe I have here, that all at once Ethiopia to the South. said so you want these black Jews, you come and get them. And they sent the 747s down and put as many as 1,500 of them on a plane and brought them back in two days. So the black Jews came back. So that completed the order of the return. You know, Ken, we could go on and on And tell about these signs, the establishment of a pure language, the uh, refounding again of the shekel, the resettling of the cities of Israel, the cities that have not been resettled. And those are the three cities that Jesus cursed, Capernaum, Bethsaida, and Chorazim. Those have not been resettled. From desolation to productivity, when the Jew is absent from the land, it becomes desolate. When he comes back it becomes as the Garden of Eden. The trees of Israel says trees would be planted from all nations on the mountain of Israel. That is happening. The vultures of Israel, the vultures are back. They're over at Gamla nesting in their own nest, just as prophesied. And the rainfall increased. The former rains and the latter rains were to be restored. They have been restored. Jerusalem, an international problem. That Jerusalem would be a burdensome stone for all people. And we could go on and on. I give 25 signs in this book and in the video showing you 25 messianic signs in Israel today. Indicating that the coming of the Messiah, our Lord Jesus Christ, is very near.
0: We've been listening in on a 2004 program with Noah Hutchings and Kenneth Hill, laying out Noah's 25 biblical signs in Israel today that prove beyond a doubt that these are the last days and Jesus is coming soon. If you'd like a copy of this classic radio program on CD, simply call 1-800-652-1144. That's 1-800-652-1144. Today, we have some classic resources by Noah Hutchings. 25 Messianic Signs in Israel Today, the book and DVD, which today's program is based on, and Petra in History and Prophecy, the book and the DVD. Petra is the most amazing ghost town in the world, and we believe Israel's hiding place during the last half of the Tribulation. Discover the ancient city of Petra in this dynamic teaching collection by Noah Hutchings. These books and DVDs make excellent teaching tools for your Sunday school class, small group, and homeschool class. 25 Messianic Signs in Israel Today book and DVD, and Petra in History and Prophecy book and DVD are all available to order today when you call 1 800 652 1144. That's 1 800 652 1144 or you can order at our website swrc.com Now, let's hear from Larry Stam, author of the book
3: Jewish Roots of Christianity, with today's Messianic Minute. Shalom friends, Larry Stam here with a Messianic Minute, biblical connections through a Jewish lens. Did you know the words Messiah and Christ are synonymous? Both mean anointed one. Messiah from Hebrew, Christ from Greek. Christ is the dominant usage in the New Testament as it was penned in Greek. Old Testament prophets, priests, and kings were anointed with oil to consecrate them for special service. They were anointed ones. But there would only be one Messiah one who would fulfill all three offices of prophet, priest, and king. We find Jesus declaring himself the Messiah in Luke 4.18 when he reads Isaiah 61.1, fulfilling the scripture, The Spirit of the Lord God is upon me because the Lord has anointed me to preach good tidings to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives. Hallelujah! For more connections, visit our website at larrystam.org or Sierra Larry Stamm Ministries' Facebook page. Friends, be sure you're a part of our
0: special matching gift opportunity. Right now, every dollar you give is matched. It's doubled all the way up to $1 million. This matching gift is a way to ensure SWRC is here for many years to come, continuing to bring clarity during these chaotic times. Would you consider giving toward the special match today? You can show your support by calling 1-800-652-1144. That's 1-800-652-1144. Or you can always give on our website, swrc.com. All gifts given are tax deductible and they all go toward the $1 million match. Please call today. 1-800-652-1144. That's 1-800-652-1144. And thank you for your support of Watchmen on the Wall and Southwest Radio Ministries. Tomorrow, Dr. Jack Wheaton discusses the power of music to heal or hurt and to bless or curse. Be sure to tune in on your favorite radio station, by downloading our SWRC mobile app or by subscribing to our daily Watchman on the Wall podcast. Watchman on the Wall is a production of Southwest Radio Ministries and has been supported for over 90 years by faithful listeners just like you. Please visit our website, swrc.com.